Welcome to the Fatherhood Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Pluff. Each week, we will cover various topics that dads struggle with in their fitness journey. I'll give you actionable steps that you can apply right away, not only to take back control of your own health, but so you're able to be a better example for your kids too. We're going to be talking today about two easy ways to stay consistent. Now, one of the biggest challenges for a lot of dads is finding a workout routine that they can fit into their schedule. A lot of times, if you try to fit your schedule around your workouts, it's not going to last for very long, right? It sounds good, you know, to kind of have that discipline to kind of be able to kind of put the pedal to the metal sometimes and just work your life around things, right? You got you have that no excuses attitude, which is awesome. And it's going to last for a while. But unfortunately, it's not going to last forever, right? You're, there's always going to be something that comes up. You know, your kids are going to get sick. Your kids are going to have school events. You're going to get sick. You're going to have a meeting after work. Your wife's going to have that. You know, all, all these things are going to happen. And no matter how consistent you are with getting up early, eventually something's going to happen, right? So you got to be able to, you got to be able to go, you got to be able to kind of roll with it, right? And so I'm going to give you two, two easy ways today to stay consistent. So number one is going to be finding a plan that fits into your schedule, not creating your schedule around your fitness plan. And I'll, I'll elaborate more on that. And then number two, finding a goal that you actually care about and not what you think you should care about. So let's dive into number one. Number one, kind of what I already touched on there. You want to make sure that you're, you can follow a plan that you know you can stick to, right? I love to work out. I do something almost every single day, whether that's weightlifting, doing some form of cardio, whether that be, you know, just going for a walk or doing some intervals on the treadmill or jump rope, something like that. I try and do something every single day. Some days it's mobility. Some days that's stretching. Some days that's just foam rolling. But I'm always doing something, all right? I'm always trying to move my body. I'm trying to get in and walk every single day. Lately, it hasn't happened as much as I've liked, and I've noticed a big difference. I've noticed that the scale has gone up a little bit. I have more headaches from being inside all the time. My motivation's lower. You know, I'm not outside in the sun, right? I start not to feel as well. I I notice, one thing I notice is that when I go for a walk consistently, I always feel better. I don't get sick as much. I'm in a better mood, right? And so all these things happen. So I know that in order for me to feel my best, I have to do some kind of movement every day. For some people, that's daunting, right? Thinking about exercising every single day seems daunting. But to me, it makes me feel great. And so the more I can do it, the better I feel. But my workout routine doesn't consist of seven days of working out, right? I have three to four main workouts each week. And then I have some flexibility in there, right? If I scheduled seven, you know, I'm going to feel like a failure every single week because there's always tends to be at least one day. And I'm sure you've noticed this too. There always tends to be at least one day where something doesn't go as planned and I have to push things back, right? So if I have a workout every single day and I have to push it back, now we're leading in to next week, right? For my clients, 90% of them all do two or three workouts 
a week, right? The majority of them do three workouts a week. And so if you have a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, something comes up, you know, Wednesday's not going to be a good day. We can do it Monday, Thursday, Friday. We can do it Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. You can always push it back, right? And so the more flexibility you can have in there, the more likely you are going to stick with it. You're not going to feel like a failure. You're not going to fall into the all or nothing mentality, right? But sometimes, sometimes we get into the habit where we're trying to just work the rest of our schedule around our workouts. And that, that can be, that can be, like I said, that can be good. That can be good at times, right? When you're trying to, you know, get yourself out of a rut, trying to get into a routine. Yeah. You're going to have to get up a little early. That may mean a 5am wake up call. So you can get that workout in. If that's the only time it's going to happen. Yes. Get up early, get it done. Make sure you get into bed early. You want to make sure you're getting rest. You want to make sure you're getting sleep, but eventually you want to start following a plan that has a little bit more flexibility, right? You're not training to be a power lifter. You're not training for the Olympics. You know, you're, you're not competing. You know, the only thing that you're training for is life. And in order to get the best out of it, you got to stay consistent. And so if you're following a plan that's asking you to do two a days, if you're following, you know, a six month program, a two-month program or something that's asking you to work out twice a day, you know, to do all these things, that's going to be, that's cool for a little while. I, I, I'm as big of a fan of challenges as anybody, but it's not sustainable. And it doesn't mean everything you have to do has to be sustainable. There are times, you know, if I'm, uh, I, I've, uh, start, I, I say I started getting into obstacle course races. I've done one. I've signed up for many of them. Um, due to multiple things, I've had to reschedule those. Um, but that's something that has kind of got me excited to train for. So there are times where um, I will I will do a run in the morning, some form of cardio activity in the morning, and do my workout later, or I'll do my workout and my running on the same day, you know, right after each other or something. And there are and and I'll do that for a few weeks, right? But I can't do that all the time because I've got other stuff going on, right? Uh, typically, when you ramp up one area in your life, another area of your life gets kind of put on the back burner, right? If you're an entrepreneur, you're running on your own business. If you rev up the amount of time you're working on your business, chances are your fitness or your family are kind of suffering there, right? And so you can only you only can choose so much. You can only pick so many things to focus on. And so for me, you know, three to four workouts a week is kind of where I fall most times. There are times like currently I'm trying to do about five a week, uh, different things. They're not all super long workouts. And so some of them are shorter. Some of them are because I have some areas that I'm working on. I'm working on a little bit more shoulder uh, stability and things like that. And so I got to spend a little bit more time working out, right? I'm trying to improve my mobility. So at night, that's a focus for me. And so that's something I can do every day, right? It's not, it's not ramping up the intensity too much. But when I spend more time working out, I get to spend less time on my business. Unfortunately, sometimes that bleeds into my family life too. And that's something I'm not proud of. Right. And so you got to make, you got to make decisions. You got to, you got to make decisions. So typically three to four workouts a week, ideally, you know, if you can lock it in at three, get some great workouts in three strength training workouts, get some walks in, get some cardio in on the other days. That's going to be the sweet spot for a lot of people. So instead of finding a workout plan and scheduling your life around it, schedule everything in your life, put everything on the calendar that you know you're going to have to do 
and then find a workout plan, create a workout plan, hire a coach to help create one for you that you're going to be able to sustain. So that's number one. Number two is finding a reason that you actually want to work out, right? No matter what that is. I don't care what that is, right? I've had, I've had, I've worked with clients who just want to get healthier. That's awesome. I've had clients who want their clothes to fit better. That's great too. I've also had clients who want to see their abs, you know, that's awesome. Like whatever's going to keep you motivated, right? What happens a lot of times is if you, if you follow coaches on Instagram or maybe you've met with a personal trainer in person, a lot of times coaches will say, you know, you don't, you don't need abs. You don't need this. You don't need that. That may be true, but you're allowed to want what you want, right? If you want abs, if you want bigger biceps, if you want a bigger butt, that's fine. Those are your goals. You do not have to feel bad about that. And a lot of times, you know, you're made to feel bad. You know, there's so many coaches who say you don't need abs. Abs don't mean you're in shape. Abs this, abs that. That's fine. You know, for them, that's fine. A lot of the coaches who say that don't have abs, right? Maybe because they know, you know, it, it takes a lot of work and they're not willing to do that work. That's fine. But if you want abs and you're willing to do that work, there is nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that at all. If you're working towards a goal, if you want abs and you keep telling yourself, well, I want to work out because I want to be healthy. That's not going to motivate you, right? When it's cold for your 5 a.m. workout and you'd rather just snuggle up in bed, that's what you're going to do, right? If your goal is to want to run around with your kids more, awesome. That's going to keep you motivated, right? That means something to you. It doesn't matter what your goal is. It doesn't matter what somebody else thinks about it. What matters is, is that you're honest with yourself. And a lot of times, clients who I've worked with for a long time, it's taken them months and months to actually be honest, not just with me, but with themselves too, about what they really want. You got to get clear on what you want. If you're not clear on what you want, you're not going to stick with it right? If your goal is, you know, you, you want to, you want to look great in a tank top. You want to look great at the beach this summer, but you go to the gym every single day and you keep telling your coach that you just want to improve your health. You want to be around for your kids. That sounds great. Nobody's going to knock you for that, but you're not being honest with yourself, right? That's part of it, right? I mean, of course you want to be around with your kids. Of course you want to, you want to be healthier. And so you can be a better example for your kids. But if your ultimate goal is because you just want to have more confidence, when you wake up in the morning, you look in the mirror, you want to feel good about yourself. You want to start the day off on the right foot. If that's your goal, then work towards that because that's going to keep you motivated. And I guarantee you while you're in the process, you know, of carving out your abs, you're going to get healthier. You're going to lose weight. You're going to start eating better. You're going to start moving more. You're going to do all those things. Now, obviously, is there a point where getting too low in body fat can be an issue? Having an unhealthy relationship with food is an issue? Yes. Yes. But 
if you choose something that doesn't excite you, you're not going to get started in the first place. And so I'm not saying push all your health goals aside. I'm not, I, I, I would never promote that, right? Obviously your health, your longevity, that, you know, that ultimately is where I, I want to help you get as a coach, but I'm also going to help you reach your goal, right? If you want to train for a Spartan race, if you want to run a 5K, if you want to compete for American Ninja Warrior, and the only thing I'm telling you all the time is how to add more vegetables in and how to decrease your cholesterol, you're probably not going to want to work with me for long, right? Because I'm not listening to you. I'm not helping you achieve what you actually want to achieve. People hire coaches because they have something in mind, right? And so, yes, you know, as a coach, you know, what I want for you is I want you to be the healthiest dad as you can be. I want you to be around for your kids. I want you to be a great example for them. I want them to look up to you and say, my dad was a great example. My dad took care of himself. My dad prioritized himself. My dad cares about me. But you're not going to get there if you don't start by working on something that you actually care about. That concludes this episode of the Fatherhood Fitness Podcast. Thank you for those of you who took time out of your busy schedules to listen. If you have any questions or comments or an idea for a topic for a future episode, please feel free to reach out and I'd love to hear from you.